I've just, got a surprise for you. Okay, I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> First of the month, have some of that. And that ages this perfectly, for we didn't film this yesterday. It's a new song! That's right. New week, new song. I finally replaced the music from the road rubbish. This, this sounds like... I wrote a song for it. It's an AJ song. It's another AJ song. This is something you sound designed. It's an AJ song. Sounds like every other song that you've ever heard. It's an AJ song. Earworm. Well, <laughs> Pete's got a theory that every time I write a piece of music, it sounds like another piece of music. No, I think that's because it does. So welcome to this week's Camera News Podcast. In this week's show, we're going to look at some cameras. Good, that's a good place to start. Some lenses. Okay, yeah. And some more cameras. Some exciting stuff. It's Camera Show, it's a Camera News Show. Let's go. (laughs) And what do you think of the new theme tune? Um, I can't say that I enjoyed it that much because it all the the whole way through, I was thinking, was AJ sat in his pants watching Hollyoaks? I went, hmm, I like this. It's a, it's a coming new show, it's a coming new show. So you think show. it sounds like Hollyoaks? It, every song you've ever done. Sounds like Hollyoaks. Sounds like something else. Uh, or talking of... Iron Audi's another one you rip off. You rip him <laughs> off all the time. <laughs> that is true, yeah. yeah. Uh, talking of change... Yes. We've moved the microphone stands. Yeah, they've, they've gone from the front to the back. We thought it was blocking your view to us, so we put them behind us. But more people are listening on podcasts than are watching on YouTube. So, so if you're listening, it really be, doesn't matter. It'd be no different at all. So if you're listening and it sounds different, we're sorry. Yeah. Uh, we even though you're in greater numbers listening, yeah. We value less the audio quality <laughs> over the visual quality for YouTube. Wow, that's harsh. So, okay. uh, what's new, Ingef? Well, actually, looking back at what's not so new, mm. and that is the Lumix X1 S1 which we bought about a month ago yeah it's been good so i wanted to get that kind of like after the initial excitement's died down what's it actually like to use day in day is that out the first segment yeah oh okay what's your thoughts on the s1 one month on is the name of the segment or is that what you you're asking me i'm just asking you yeah well i still like it in fact i like it probably more than i did before so you can pick it up it's all right you're allowed to touch it right so the issue i have with the s1 yeah was it's missing a H. Right, okay. So I know everything's the same. You've done the update. Do you just want to just draw one on there? I did think about it. Did you? I know we've got a label printer. We could have done that. <laughs> and um, and it would fit the level of comedy where I graffiti over stuff. So yeah. um, I might do that now that I know that I have your approval. So the only, the only downside for you was that it's missing a H. It's missing a H because we had the S1H for way too long yeah. because it was loaned to us and then course covid happened yeah and we just had it for ages it felt like it was ours and then it had to go back yeah that was annoying thanks panasonic um okay number two thing that i don't like yeah Uh, you're still on the rattles so when we had the gh5 mark ii last week for the announcement video we talked about how annoying these uh strap rattles are yeah. What are they, strap clips? They're for people that wear, um, like the people that use Nikons, they have a, <laughs> like a lanyard that goes around their neck. That says, I'm a photographer. Yeah, it's for those people. Does uh, anyone, do you ever use camera straps? Never. Is it uh, just for photographers, do you think? Just and for people that like bum bags, fanny packs. Fanny packs. So people that like scratching in their fanny packs. and They're just so annoying. Yeah. And I, 
I wish it wasn't there, and I wish it was easier just to take off. They are actually really. I did have a look. They're really hard to take off because I don't want to. Because I'm still treating it with babe, like kid gloves because it's yeah. new. I don't want to scratch it or anything. But I think I'm going to have to just get in there and. So I've I've managed to end up on the things that I don't like. So I'm, yeah. I'm now thinking just looking at it and reminding myself of using it at the weekend. Yeah. Another thing I didn't like this window right on the, ba- on the back here. So I'm yeah. talking about the screen, the articulating yeah. screen. I just don't like moving it. Pete doesn't like articulating screens at all. It's the he, it's, he gets nervous of them. It's really practical. Yeah, I think that's great because if I've got it lower than me on a tripod, yeah, I can pull it out. But even now, I timidly do it because there's I don't want to damage the arms. I think you're. So I'm trying to do it with yeah. index finger on one side, thumb on the other, and bring it out equally at the same time so it I, doesn't buckle. I just think you're a bit too scared of it. I think it's. I would hope anyway. It's stronger than you imagine. Yeah. But yeah, may, maybe it is. Or maybe I'll just break it by believing you. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, that's probably it for the That's one of the differences like. with the S1H is that that's got a fully front facing articulating screen like the Canon DSLRs do. Yeah. I. Which I guess you like that mechanism more than the leaf folding design. I'd go with that. Hmm. I'd go with that. Um, it's, it's not rare. It's, it's something I've come across on quite a few cameras, apart from um, Canon. And mm. I don't want to say that Canon's better, because um, they're, they're no longer my the friends. The new Fuji film cameras mm. have the Canon design front-facing. Yeah. Um, so, th- yeah, they're the annoyances. Everything else after that yeah. is awesome. Now, I want to talk about the um, vintage-shaped elephant in the room. Right. On the front of that right now, you've got the 55mm Super Takuma F1.8, which is obviously a, I believe, a 1970s or early 80s lens. So it's 40 years old at least. Um, it's, we, not, it's not the most glamorous bit of glass you've ever carried. No. It's, it's not going to get loads of attention from people going, oh, look at the rich kid. No, definitely not. Uh, I think I spent maybe £50, £60 on that lens. Um which takes me to the point of we almost exclusively shoot with vintage lenses on that camera now. I love it. And it, it's it's kind of out of practicality because we don't have any L-mount glass, so we do have the EF converter for the Canon lenses. But equally, we've both kind of just fallen in love with that manual lens thing. Yeah, very much. And, and the other thing for me with a camera like the S1, you've gone super, super quality. Mm. So... Going with that kind of vintage filter look, mm-hmm. it it doesn't lose out on the quality. You've gone so much further forward in quality mm. that by the time you deteriorate a little bit with that filter, yeah, you're more t- filtered look. You're almost just adding in a bit of personality yeah. on top of that great video quality. Yeah. Um, outside of the studio, yeah, if you're with a load of other people that are carrying kit like this, they're going to go, oh, look at that. Oh dear! Look at that cheap lens. That's a bad combination. That's not an L mount lens, exactly. And that probably would happen. Hasn't happened to me mainly because I'm bigger than everyone. Yeah, and say that to me, you'll wear it. You don't have any friends either. No. So, Uh, but do they say it behind closed doors? Possibly. Well, the people you don't aren't connected to. Yeah, maybe. But look at it. It does look pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, show it to show it to them so they can. That for the people that are listening, I'm showing it to the camera yeah and if you want to see that you can it's on youtube i don't know why people aren't flocking over to youtube our faces aren't that bad well no i mean mine in particular is special 
You've got an acquired look. <laughs> like taste. An yeah. acquired taste. L- like a hobbit. Um, so, on Friday, we've got a quite a cool video scheduled to go out, um, which is looking at kind of unsung cameras that pair really well with vintage lenses. Oh, this is the segue for you promoting the video. Yeah. So, okay, you know, on one. Friday, make sure you're subscribed and uh, are tuned into YouTube because we've got a great video coming out where we talk about three cameras that don't get a lot of hype or attention in YouTube land or Twitter world, um, but that pair really lovely with vintage lenses specifically for video. Um, maybe not for photography because that's not really our forte, but specifically video shooters. Um, I shot that video before we had the S1. So the S1's not there. Right. Well, maybe bin the video. (laughs) You've got to put the S1 in it. I mean, that video probably took like, I don't know, 20 hours to make. And you want me just to bin it? Well, put it out. Put it out. All right. But obviously put something in the notes to say, my thoughts here are entirely wrong. Obviously the S1 should feature. Right. Does it say top three? Top three cameras for vintage lenses. 21? In 2021. Jesus, AJ, it's already out of date. Uh, you didn't include the S1 in that. But then saying that, did you do it on a budget? Are they are they cheaper than the S1? No. It's ridiculous. So anyone that does watch that video, <laughs> just know that this show, Pete's opinion, yeah. the S1 should have been in it. Um, I'm not going to tell people each camera's in there because that will ruin the video if they do decide to watch it. So it's kind of like, oh, nice surprise. Yeah. Um, hate surprises. Can you guess any of the cameras? I mean... You, from knowing right. me from enjoying cameras that we've had to play with yeah i would say there's definitely a fuji brand in there there is yes yeah well that was obvious yeah mm. has that that fuji thing has that surprised you oh yeah it, it wouldn't have been relevant at all if we didn't no. get to play with them and i worry that that's a lot of people's experiences we, yeah. we were spoiled with being sent it to play with yeah um had i not i would have never said fuji's right for me no no way it's interesting isn't it um so fuji yeah definitely would be on the list there's got to be there's got to be a canon camera in there no there's not no canon in there oh you surprised me i know that i think i've titled it that um let's get this right there's one camera that's old one camera that's cheap and one camera that will surprise you you didn't put a Sigma in there, did you? I did. No way. Yeah, the Sigma FP. Okay, this could be a good video. Yeah, I'm hoping it's... It with gets, vintage? Yeah. Wow. It was so much fun with vintage lenses, the Sigma FP. Okay, I'm not going to ruin it. Don't, I'm not going to guess another one. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, it was... I I still do love the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema camera, the original tiny little one. You just ruined the video now. Uh, that might not be the one. It probably is. It might not be might might not be that's the right man that's the one that's the one that's the, yeah um the sigma fp was like a proper evolution of that camera and i and i know before anyone gets like oh it's a totally different brand and it is a totally different brand they're not yeah, related yeah. in any way but it felt like the rightful heir to it it's funny, in your head, you're already hearing the opposing voices. Because <laughs> I, I read the comments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get enough of them. Um, yeah, it, it just... It's totally impractical. Yep. Um, it's cumbersome to use. This, this is just full of flaws. 
and really it, to get it to its best you're probably gonna have to build a whole rig around it like the black magic camera was but it's kind of totally worth it and when you do that they they look incredible give as it well. yeah give it the effort give it the time and it's incredible and i loved just using it as a run and gun camera which is totally not what it's designed for slapping on a vintage lens and just like filming like documentary style it was great that is the kevin mcleod approach for cameras though isn't it yeah i guess that, so, yeah that having um you've got a barn conversion yeah and you put in some smart home technology yeah but keep and, the beams yeah and that that's when for me it pops the most mm. so and you you're what i'm calling the kevin mcleod of the camera world and you can quote him on that That'll be like our... Until we get sued by Kevin. That'll be like our slogan. It could be. I might even make up a poster. And talking of slogans, how about this for a slogan? Make your moments stay. Well, that's their slogan. That's the slogan for... That's the slogan of a company, which I'm glad you brought this along, because I'm doing a review on this. It's the Momen T1 wireless microphones. Well, I thought you could do a review on it. Or, uh, what I can tell you is they've got 50 meter range. Oh, okay, the sound, you go. Yeah, the yeah. sound is actually quite good. Done all your notes already. This is awkward. They take batteries, right? But you've yeah. also got so these work on a lanyard, yeah, yeah, okay. Right? 50 meters range, yeah, multiple channels, right? Sounds good, okay. Less than 90 pounds, only by a penny, but 89 dollars Available it? on Amazon, one of my favourite cheap places to shop for <laughs> The only place you shop. The Moment T1 wireless microphone set. Um, we, so, yes, it has got a slogan that says, make your moment stay. Which I wanted to go, why do all Chinese brands have crap slogans? It's not the best. No. It's not, it's not that memorable. It doesn't jump out. No. It doesn't say, just do it. And they've not even done a pun on moments. No. Because it could have been, make your moment stay. Yeah. And be like, oh, I see you're done. And the last time I heard a slogan like that was on a packet of little blue tablets. (laughs) Gives you staying power. Staying power, you know. So it's been a while. So, yeah, this is going to be a a video that's coming up. Well, I I um, think... A review that I've been looking forward to doing. I feel a bit uncomfortable about this. About Um, what? Well, now I know you've done your notes and stuff on it. Because we could have done a video on it. You're right. We are doing a video on it. Um, there's a little note on the back. What's it say? Giveaway. Giveaway. Is that my one? Yes, your one. We're giving it away. The Moment T1 wireless microphone lavalier set is being given away. Yes, by us to you, our faithful listeners and subscribers of... I, like I said before, I don't mind the idea of giving stuff away. Yeah. When I finished through it, we haven't even filmed it yet. I know, it's not even been opened. Uh, well there you go uh we're giving this one away so um if you're on youtube the link will be in the description if not it'll be on our website 120fps.co.uk and you can just donate some money or something to win it mm, no just um just enter so thank you to our subscribers and followers you look a just bit, enter how just what do i get in return the 90 pounds what do you get in return a warm fuzzy feeling that you've helped out a new filmmaker by what? Just saying, yeah, I want it? Yeah. Okay. Fails to make any business sense there, AJ, but... Remember business school? 
yet another giveaway. Okay, yeah. so we'll probably get an email address. No. Nothing? No. In, enjoy the giveaway. So if you're watching, <laughs> then apply for this. I'm now not doing a review. Um, make your moment stay by entering You're deeply the upset by this, aren't you? It just seems stupid to me, but fine. It is stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I'm claiming it back. <laughs> you could claim the tax back on it. I will. All right, okay. Um, really, it's... The accountant's probably going crazy. I'm probably not allowed to. You're, not, you're probably not. Um, it's a thank you and a reason to stay. A reason to stay more make than your face. Stay. Make them stay with their moments. Um, and primarily, as you whispered earlier the email newsletter which um goes out every week and it's full of free stuff free presets free downloads free after effects templates and free giveaways roughly every fortnight and yes another reason to listen to the podcast and talking of giveaways about two weeks ago i announced that we were going to give away your uh, mayono usb desktop microphone it's a good microphone great microphone actually really surprised me how good one it was. of the best bargains i've bought yeah um that's gone that's gone uh to reese hackett congratulations <laughs> right you've really got to figure out the button placement <laughs> i think it's better when you don't know congratulations there we go reese hackett's from guess where he's from milton keynes well, Reese, what I'd like to say to you is uh, I hope you enjoy it. Um, maybe the first thing that you could do is record a message for me to make up for taking my microphone away. Uh, oh, he's a bit sad about it. You're meant to be happy for them. Uh, no, I'm Reese. I'm Reese. If you're watching, I'm happy. Ooh, pizza and a pickle. Oh dear. Um, so, moving away from giving stuff away. Right, yeah. I'm glad there's nothing else on the table. <laughs> We're not giving this away, that's the S1. That's staying firmly here Good. forever. There you go. So Reese won, won my Meona mics. These are up for the next giveaway. Let's move on. Come on, tell me something better than giving my stuff away. Well, I wanted to just pick your brains quickly. Right. Um, in a conversation, a question um, about... 8k video and what is it good for who is it for what is it good am i allowed to even do that will i get a copyright yeah, do it, go on. what is it good for nothing absolutely nothing i went into tom jones and <laughs> oh, he's good, yeah. say, it, say it again um yeah so we're seeing all camera manufacturers making these hybrid mirrorless bodies that shoot 8k video canon r5 sony have got a bunch um black magic ursa mini pro shoots 12k ridiculous Incredible. oh oh uh N even nikon remember nikon um the z9 will shoot 8k video so it's impressive it's impressive for those people that chase the spec sheets have you seen mobile phones can now shoot 4k exactly where i'm getting to really oh because 8k video you want to you want to start shooting video on a phone no definitely not i hate i'll let you unfold this smart. journey what's the point of 8k video really oh. please please justify it to me 
Right. If you have really high resolution... Yep. Right, let's say you shoot 4K. Right, which is huge for video. Yeah, yep. we've got 4K cameras. Guess yep. what I've got at home? What? 4K television. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you can watch it on there. And what I noticed was... You know, why do we why do we need this, Pete? Why do we really need a four K television? Yeah. Wait for it. Yeah. Because look, look at the demos, darling. Yes. They're playing tennis. Can you see the net? You can. When you're watching tennis in four K, you can see every bit of fabric in that in the net, as well as uh, 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 oh dear. I don't uh, think that's tennis uh, you're watching. That's a different show. Anyway. Right. I saw the net. That's detail. And it was worth it for the net. Well, that's what convinced her. Okay. Oh, well, good. Good. Yeah. That, that is detail. It's true. We go across the other TVs. No. So when you're watching Netflix or watching broadcast telly, if you still do that at all, the you might even still be watching it in 1080p or lower if you're watching it through your, your TV aerial. It might still be 720 but it looks a lot better than the streamed 4K sometimes, but definitely the 1080 because of how compressed YouTube is. YouTube's particularly, it's terribly compressed. So they're marketing 8K cameras at people that are making content for YouTube, primarily. Okay, I see the point there. It's, it's, I get the idea of striving for bigger and bigger and bigger and pushing technology. That's a noble endeavour on its own. But I don't think it's a feature in of itself that's worth buying a camera for. When you get a lot more out of a camera that's got better bit depth or better dynamic range. Wait, wait. Because I've got to disagree. I, I, in my corner, Hmm. have the cheapskates and the lazy filmmakers. Yeah. And what I can hear from my corner is, stop him, Pete. He's wrong. Oh, no. You've set up your camera. Yeah. You've got the shot. It's on the tripod. Right. But you can't be asked to do anything. (laughs) I know where you're going. I'm just going to hit record. Right. That's it. It's all unfolding in front of me. This is great. Do you know what? I can even drink a cup of tea while this is happening. I leave. I go back to the studio. I upload the footage onto the drive. And then the poor editor goes, what the hell's this? Well, I was drinking tea at the time. I couldn't move the camera around. I couldn't pan. I was worried my pans would be unsteady, maybe. This is what my corner saying, not me. Okay, yeah. But you can now zoom into that footage and you can pan. You can do a motion movement in post-production. So the same thing, the same point was levelled at why you shoot in 4K in a world that's really still 1080-dominated. And I say that because of how savage the compression is on YouTube, Facebook video, Twitter's awful. So you could go, oh, well, we can shoot in 4K and then you can punch into it and you've still got enough pixels to make a decent looking image. I get it. So surely that's a justification for 4K, not 8K. So you're saying that the same argument is valid for 8K video. I'm going to use it. <laughs> for if post-production. Your Honour, if that's being used for 4K. Yeah. I'm saying it's you just to, it's twice as relevant. Yeah, you get to do smoother motion blurs. You get to walk. You can add camera movement, fake camera movement, more realistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what about those YouTubers that only use one camera and yeah. there's cut, 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 cut? So they can punch in and out. Yeah, punch in and out. 
Job done. And that's worth all that extra hard life space. And it Well, for them, that's what my corner's saying. Right. Yeah. So what is it good for? Ken Burns. <laughs> Pretty much. And covering your jump cuts. The, the concern I have is that the headline figure of 8K masks what actually makes a quality image. Because I would argue that you could record with the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema camera, a ten, which is 1080, upscale it to 4K, and show it to most people, and they would say that that's a great 4K image. When it's not, it's just stretched. Yeah. And that's because of its colour science. That's because of its bit depth and its dynamic range. There's not enough focus put on that as opposed to the focus put on 4K. And that's played out even more when you look at, as you said at the start, smartphones still suck. The cameras still suck. Yeah, pretty much. Dynamic range of a toenail. The the colour science is is horrific. Um, Low bit depth. And it shows all like those cheap action cameras that shoot 4K that still look awful, but they're 4K. So I guess the point is that more pixels doesn't make better quality. Yeah. And I worry that for the newer filmmakers, they're going to get distracted with these headlines of more pixels means better. Um, and then end up buying an 8K camera and the, not need it. I do wonder how much of it is one of those um, myths that sit purely on the packaging. And when you actually come to use it, you can't mm. tell the difference. I do worry about that. Um, I've seen it even on, um, I was looking at the weekend, at action cameras for my motorbike helmet. 4K. Mm. Started looking for some review footage before spending. Footage is horrific. You know, the sky's massively saturated. Mm-hmm. And you go, hmm, that's... That, that isn't 4K. No. You, you can instantly tell that it's um, camera trickery. Yeah. And it, it might technically be 4K, but the the things that support a good image aren't there. Again, it's that bit depth, the dynamic range. Yeah. The amount of data it records. Or even just how it compresses the image. And you'll see that um, in the areas that are still, you'll see how blocky they become. And it's just the, the codex compressing bits that aren't moving more. Yeah. What is it good for? Still those two things, really. Post-production. Post-production. Seems a shame. Seems a shame to buy a camera on that. And almost by magic, we move into the world of camera news and looking at specs. Oh. Uh, Which button? This one. Oh, Oh, dear. Honestly. Yeah, I've got to to learn it, haven't I? That's all you've got to do. Maybe just put some notes down. Camera news. That's good. Uh, the Panasonic Lumix S1H2. Oh, no, they didn't. Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't. And if Panasonic watches, my friends, I'm sorry for reporting on a leak, but we've got some leaks on the a, S1H2. What on earth are they going to do, AJ? Oh. Are they going to... Have they listened about some of my complaints? Uh, they don't listen to you at all. Right. The S1H... Mark II. Yes. Have they leaked on being able to remove these shaky clip things that you attach your lanyard to? No, they've not. No, nothing about that. Have they leaked anything about the articulating 
rear screen. I imagine it will have the same mechanism as the S1H Mark One, which is the side-mounted front-facing like a cannon, which is better. It's just the same as the Mark One. That's not overly. Exciting. I think the body. Uh, in fact, actually, do you remember the S1H had a slightly set back and it had rear cooling underneath the screen? Yeah. I think it will be the same feature as that. I think the body will probably be identical in its look. Big red button on the top. Um, but it's what's inside that's interesting me in this uh, leak anyway. Right, well, just just tell me what's inside because I get excited and I hate surprises. Okay, so, so uh, the leak, I'll just read them out. 34 uh, megapixel full frame sensor. 14 stops of dynamic range. What? Built-in electronic ND filters. I know, up to eight stops ND, which, ugh. Cameras with ND filters built in are just amazing to use. That's Like great. the EVA, the C100. When you take it outside and you just go flick, oh, I'm done. That's cool. Yeah. I know exactly what to expect because I've played with the camcorders that have got ND filters built in, yeah. and they're pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Not much colour shift on them. And they're just, it's just... It, it clearly shows that this is built for video shooters when you include ND filters. Um, six and a half stops of IBIS, which is the same, and I'm guessing it's going to be the same system as the GH5 Mark II. Incredible. And I, if I'm willing to believe that because it's the same. And if it is, then it will be regardless of what lens you use. So you have that stabilisation, even with old vintage lenses if you wanted, or third-party Sigma, let's say. That would be incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Vlog L included, which is the same as the GH5 II. You're going to say a 30-minute video? Um, I don't think there's any record time limit. The record time limit on the S1 that we've got is there because it doesn't have any external cooling. Okay. Um, the S1H doesn't have that at all. Um, they've updated the DFD autofocus system. Now, DFD autofocus, it's not the best. We know it gets a lot of neg negative criticism. It's usable in the S1, but we don't use it. Um, the GH5 II was actually quite good, I thought, the autofocus. I don't know what your thoughts on that was. Mm. It wasn't Canon good. No, no. Um, I find it really hard to be overly critical i know mm. to balance things out you have to say something on the negatives but um to be honest i've really converted to panasonic well th this next bit is flying in the face of all the things i was just talking about 8k 24p 420 10 bit at 600 megabits per second so i'm guessing that's quite heavily compressed it might be h265 which my corner's still excited though yeah well this is the bit that gets exciting 6K 60p 422 10-bit, which is nuts. That That is all the things I'm saying. It's lot, lots of pixels, but supported by lots of bit depth and, and the right color science. So the quality of those pixels is up to scratch as well as the number of them. Mm, okay. Yeah, so 6K 60, uh, 6K 24... Um, and then you can go into slow-mo modes, 4K 180. <laughs> <laughs> it's got crazy, isn't That's it? That's just got nuts. And if you want to drop down to 1080p, you'll be able to record it up to 300 frames per second. Wow. If they're all true, 
I was, I was going to say this would be the camera everyone jumps to, but I thought the S1H was going to be the camera everyone should have jumped to anyway. It's better than the R5 and the R6. It's just a better proposition. Better than Sony A7S3, whatever the, whatever it's called. To be fair, for the last couple of years, they've dominated the top 10 cameras, Panasonic, and they've always had three, four cameras in that top 10. For usability sense, but for sales, they are a tiny percentage totally dominated by sony and canon by magnitudes of like 10 volts sony and canon all the way and and when you listen to the hype as well if you pay attention to twitter and those creaky youtube creators from america and canada um they all just love sony and canon they could put anything out so strange isn't it yeah yeah it's almost like there might be some affiliations yeah do you remember when uh, Casey Neistat came out and just slammed Canon? Mm. That was a bold move. Yeah. And and I miss creators like that. Being big enough to be bold. Just, just go, yeah, this isn't good enough. Mm. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. So, yeah, the S1H Mark II, no news on timeframes or prices. Uh, it's safe to say it's going to be next year. Because they've got the GH6 as well. I think it will probably be like a big hard-hitting year for Lumix. And price, it looks like it's, it will sit at the same point as the S1H did when it came out, which is like three and a half grand, three to $4,000 camera. I, I find it hard to believe they could do that. At that price. Yeah, because mm. everything since COVID hit everywhere, everything's got more expensive. Yeah. Um, we notice it from our groceries right through to building materials. Everything has got more expensive. That's a, an interesting point. Bit materials it is going to be an issue that starts affecting. Well, it's already affecting Sony with the PlayStation Five. Yeah, and we'll cross over to the imaging department as well. There's a shortage of components of silicon. Um, with building materials, it's the same thing. I was in a building store only at the weekend, and they won't unable to get concrete until the end of august this is like huge buildings one of the big chains yeah um and that scarcity of materials is driving the cost up of things so it's it's bold when lumix uh, panasonic lumix for example released the gh5 2 at a price which was less than the gh5 when it came out originally you think their margins are getting crushed i'm not sure where they're making it up elsewhere yeah Unless they just want people in. Which is great, more people on the ecosystem, but I, um, I, I honestly worry what will happen with pricing. Yeah. Um, and I find it really hard to believe that they could put a camera out at a similar price, but equally what the sales will do if they put it out at the price of respectively what it's going to be yeah. with the increased in costs. And talking of pricing, it's actually I'll, I'll use that as a nice segue to Canon news. Brilliant. So obviously your mates at Canon have been in touch. They've gone, oh, yeah. AJ, yeah. you're the guy that's buddies with uh, the, the chaps over at Panasonic. Panasonic friends. Yeah, that's got, right. Got yeah. your email. Yeah. Uh, oh, also right. listen to the podcast. Okay, do you like it? I found out that uh, Pete, yeah. your, your mate Pete, Mm, it's a stretch. Very popular guy, Pete. Mm. That he's bought really enough products to have kept us running all these years. I, right. I heard actually on the podcast it was around 15. <laughs> yes, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, hi. 
oh. just reaching out to you. And then none of that happened. Right. No. They just just plain ignore me now. Okay. Then whatever you've got to say about them, yeah. make it up. Just just hype it. Right. Because I was going to use the segue about pricing to say that the EOS R3 that's coming out yeah. is going to be cheaper than the 1DX Mark III was at launch and the Sony Alpha A1 is to undercut them. But that's crazy. So they've actually mm, gone the other way. Yeah, they're they're trying to undercut the market with their new flagship camera. But now you've said about making stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say that that camera's reportedly gonna be six thousand dollars at launch. No, tenfold. The EOS R three at launch is gonna be sixty thousand dollars. No way. What on earth is going on? Come on, Canon. Canon. That's ridiculous. I know things have got more expensive, but what? Who's gonna buy that? Right, so move on. Let's not even cover that, that kind of hype. Yeah, so their new, their new mirrorless flagship is going to replace the 1DX Mark III. $60,000 or thereabouts. Nuts, nuts. What are you thinking, Canon? Mm, ridiculous. Yeah, let's let's move on. To move it. on. Which button should I press? Uh, blue. This one? Yeah. I just pressed that one. Oh, Remember Nikon? Is that the Remember Nikon? Oh, if, I think this is the stinger for everything. Okay. Do you remember Nikon? Do you? Yeah, I remember. Oh, wow. Do you remember Nikon? Just about. There's um, there's the Olympics coming up. Yeah. There's also the European Football Championships coming up. The That's UAF, good. Yeah. Yeah. Which are both huge sporting events. Yep. Um, which typically see camera manufacturers like jumping at being the camera of choice for journos. It's a good choice. You good always choice see Canon, Nikon, Sony advertising at these events. Yeah nikon historically the olympics is in japan i know what's coming nikon have announced the release of their latest camera yeah so the z9 yes which you know they keep talking about we've been waiting for this for ages come on when uh it's um (laughs) still not out it's hard to believe come on nikon what i remember you remember nikon and that's the end of remember nikon Maybe the end of Nikon, too. Uh, one final story from the world of cameras, Pete. Oh, good. Yeah, this is an exciting one. I like story time. My least favourite camera released of all time. Not the GoPro. Right, if it, you said it's a story, like, be a bit more creative. Okay. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, Sony, who also don't reply to my emails, released a camera called the ZV-1. It was last year. Hmm, cool story. The V, I'm pretty sure, standard for vlogger. Yeah. They released a camera just for vloggers. It was that little APS-C-sized thing that had its own mount that you could buy for it. Yes, yeah. I remember it. Yeah, it was uh, pretty naff. Oh, that's harsh. Okay, it was pretty rubbish. Okay. Um, they are releasing an upgrade to that. The ZV-10. Right. Yeah. What kind of resolution will that be? Well, it's a 24 megapixel APS-C sized sensor. It will come with a 16 to 50 kit lens. Um, And you will get a 4K 25p at 100 megabits per second. So that will suck. And um, Sounds actually really impressive. Full HD at 100 frames per second. There's standard and active image stabilization. So electronic image stabilization. Sounds great. Just like GoPro, basically. Ah, <sighs> <laughs> Auto-exposure with face priority, 
So it'll expose the shot for the face automatically. Yeah. So definitely aimed at vloggers. Um, the autofocus feature is prioritised to focus on faces. Got you. And hmm. there's a dedicated bokeh mode. The, the, there's a dedicated bokeh, bokeh mode. Say it again. There's a dedicated button for bokeh mode. That's incredible. I've never heard of that before. There's a bokeh button. <laughs> so, it's a camera for vloggers, but it's not actually. It's an action camera. Well, it's a little bit bigger than an action camera. Okay. Yeah. And it's 4K. Yeah. Which is going to be impressive. Well, 100 megabits per second, not that impressive. It's kind of impressive. You can still jump into it. So it's great for jump cuts, great for Ken Burns. Uh, and <laughs> it's got a bokeh mode. And a fully articulating screen. I can't quite remember if the ZV-1 was side-mounted. Or top. I, I think, think it was top. Because uh, Sony have that thing where they love putting it top-mounted and then your microphone yeah. obstructs it. Yeah. They think that's the way to go. Um, Jesus. I mean, I get it. Content Boker mode. <laughs> oh, God almighty. It hurts. Content creators, uh, and specifically YouTube vloggers, have driven the sales of cameras up, I would imagine, at least, for, the, for camera manufacturers. It's been a drive for decent cameras. I'd have said so. And... Um, Boker mode. At, almost in line with that, yeah. there's been a watering down of knowledge required in order to record video or take photos i just want to look cool just want to look cool and i get it that's why like automatic cameras on your smartphone are so good and have replaced the you put a filter on me make me yeah, look different they've replaced the automatic cameras of the past which used to be the entry level ones that canon and sony Boker mode sell a lot of yeah yeah <sighs> Imagine how cool you'll look. A bokeh mode. Oh, that's impressive. Which I can only assume is just aperture priority. Yeah, but... Right, what do you prefer? One, with aperture priority yeah. mode. Which every camera has. Think how long yeah. that is. Yeah. Aperture priority mode. Yeah. They'll probably call it APM. Right, yeah. Right. People yeah. will go, APM, what's that? Big button. Yeah. Or a button that just goes... Boker mode. I like Boker's like... And you'll just touch it again. I wonder what that does. Wow. Oh my God, I look so cool. Look at my background. It's look, so blurry. Look, you can't see anything. You know, do you remember when portrait mode came out on iPhone? Exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. And bits of your head were missing because yeah. it chunked out your, your, your headphones, for example. Yeah. That's not part of what it recognises. So you're just missing a whole ear. <laughs> but apart from that ear, which was kind of Van Gogh cool. Yeah. It was awesome. The, the Boca mode. The problem with this it is that maybe I'm a purist, but the idea of like entry level cameras and and going through a journey of filmmaking is that you learn things along the way. You learn how to control the camera in different set in different scenarios to get different outcomes. And then if there's a look you've got in mind, you know how to control the camera. To get I know that where look. you're going. I know where you're going, but. You're, you're the Mr. Muscle TV advert. Right. You're, the, you're that weedy guy. Yeah. You Why am the, I the weedy one? That's how it is. Okay. Just bear with me. Yeah. That's who you are. Oh, right, yeah. You you can't get the girls. No. This is a bit like real life. <laughs> y 
You spend most of your time in your pants, crying, watching Hollyoaks, coming up with ideas of jingles that you can make. <laughs> right, yeah. But then one day, yeah. you see this big bodybuilder and you go, I want to be like that. Yeah. But I don't want to do all the work. Boca mode! <laughs> it's... Right, so it'll just be like... Straight to the end, skip to the end. On or off. I want it. I want it all. Yeah. But I don't want to have to learn it. Make it easy for me. The problem with, with shallow depth of field, as we would call it, yeah. or fast, wide open apertures, it looks incredible, but when you're... If you're filming someone talking, it has the effect of bringing them very close to you. It's quite claustrophobic. Whereas if you want a bit more depth then, like it suggests, it gives it a bit more air, a bit more space, and it becomes less claustrophobic. Do you imagine a whole vlog with someone's handheld front-face shooting? Just in their face. And it's just their face. But do you know what? Be- it, we're, we're not the people it's meant for. No. It's meant for the people that can't be asked to put in the work. Yeah. So for those that are really low-level but huge audience, yeah. they're going to jump straight in for it. Oh, what are the they, skills, though? You don't know it. Price, price point for this entry-level nonsense? It doesn't matter, because they'll make loads of m- money on Google Ads and stuff. So. <laughs> they hope. Uh, $900. Well, it says... It won't be mine. Uh, and obviously this is all leaked, but it's all very... There's a lot of information here for it to be unsubstantiated. It's obviously come from a close source. Right. $899 or Euros 900 It's interesting, because that's not how conversion rates work. No, mm. no. They've done that thing again. Yeah, that and they make more money from Europe, which they- irritates me like mad. Why? Why? There, there is a global economy. Yeah, and that is not how currencies work. No. So you can't just jump from the dollar price and make it the euro price and the sterling price, which is exactly what they've been doing. Yeah, it really winds me up. Yeah, it means that if they sell a camera in the UK, it's like one point five times more expensive. Yeah. Yeah, it started. Apple made this okay. Yeah. Apple came out with that kind of global pricing. It is irritating. Um, And that is the end of my rant about the Sony ZV-10, which is likely to come out this year. Well, let's hope they sell it in rupees and I'll be buying it in that currency. (laughs) That would be amazing. Yeah, very cheap. (laughs) Rubles from Russia. Yeah. Guess what's next? I don't know. It's the end of the show show. Oh, we get to listen to the song that AJ copied from Hollyoaks. Right, this song is not copied from Hollyoaks. It's this copied from something, I just need to know what. 100% original. If it's you... AJ song, it sounds like every other song. Listen to this song, it sounds like everything that you've ever heard. That's right. So thanks for listening to this week's Camera News. Um, be sure to subscribe, like, and all those things wherever you find this. Yeah, and don't forget that you can get something that is worth... £90 bar one penny yeah. for free yeah. for doing nothing. So make sure you enter our giveaway to get your chance to win the Moment T1 wireless lab mic set away from Pete's grubby hands. Yeah, so I would. That's it. We finished. I can't believe that's the end of the show. I mean, and the ending was awful. Imagine pulling out just like that. That's the end. Yeah, just pull out. I'm done. Yeah. Well, that's how I end most things. Very sudden. Uh, so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time remember thumb show love so just give us a thumbs up before you go bye